I'm Shannon. And I'm Rami. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read, learned, or experienced to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. Shannon, I'm pumped. I'm going to learn some strategies from you. <laughs> I would like some comfort. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm going to learn some strategies from you, too. Okay, you guys, today we're going to talk about comfort strategies. I'm like, is this what this episode should be called? But I guess that's what we're calling it. It's the same guy who wrote The Midnight Library. Rami, did you read that? You read Midnight Library, didn't you? Yeah, at this point, I'm like, people who didn't read it, I'm yeah, like, how did. have you not read this book? Such a good book. Anyways, uh, so he also wrote this nonfiction book called The Comfort Book. And I really want to elaborate on this concept a little bit of like, what do we do to support ourselves when we need some comfort or some soothing in our lives? Um, of course, there's a lot of like unhelpful, I won't say unhealthy, but maybe unhelpful comfort strategies that people can engage in. And today I kind of want to focus on like, what are the helpful ones or the, I'll say healthful ones. So maybe we can go back and forth between and each share uh, three to it. five comfort strategies. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first comfort strategy is like a Captain Obvious one. But like, honestly, talk, talk to someone like just and you don't even have to talk about the thing that you're needing comfort or soothing from. But like literally just text a person, like go connect with someone, reach out in some way. I am a solopreneur. I spend a lot of time by myself or like on Zoom calls with clients. And yeah, I'm just like, can I just text Can I just like text Rami a funny meme right now instead of like thinking I need to do more than that? It can be that simple. Rami, what's your first thing that you go to when you're in need of some comfort or soothing? I think of being a small child and being either sick or it being rainy um, and having to stay inside. And I would watch The mm. Empire Strikes Back like incessantly. That and Back to the Future Part 2. Uh, and so now as an adult, when I want something that I will enjoy, but is just yeah. very comforting to me. Like, I will watch that. Um, and my question to all of you will be, what did you watch slash love slash choose to re-experience during the pandemic? Because that was like comfort viewing 101. Like, what were those things? Those are probably the things now that will still make you feel the same way, right? Like, if in that moment you were like, I'm going to rewatch. yeah. yeah. I don't know, Gilmore Girls. And and you're like, that's what gives me the like comfort. Feeling. I love that. It's probably going to um, be the same thing. Right and now. this ties in beautifully to the next one that I was going to say, because I think we're basically saying the same thing. I call them comfort movies or TV shows. I don't know if this is just a me thing, but whenever I've shared this with other people, they immediately know what their movie is, you know, but like it sounds like for you, it's Empire Strikes Back. Like, what is the movie that like, you call it the rainy day movie, but I call them my comfort movies. My comfort movies are often like Jane Austen period pieces. So it's like Pride and Prejudice or Persuasion. Or what you just said about being a little kid reminded me that during the pandemic, I bought the movie. Have you ever heard of the movie Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken? Absolutely not. That's a movie. Really? Oh my gosh. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's about a girl and a horse. And uh, I watch it a lot when I was little. So 
that was a movie that I returned back to in the pandemic. And when you brought up the pandemic, I was like, oh, maybe that's why. Because I was looking for comfort. And that movie brought me so much comfort during that time. So yeah, that's it sounds like both of our tips is identify your comfort movie or TV show and watch it. Parks and Rec was another one that we, we, we rewatched during Parks the pandemic. Um, yeah. My real comfort movie is uh, a Japanese anime called Your Name. Uh, oh. That includes time travel because I love time travel. Um, and my wife will see me watching it sometimes. She's like, oh, Rami's like in his feelings. Yeah. And then I saw it at We the need end, those. We need those. Okay, Rami, what's your next tip? Uh, I really like eating something when I need a comfort. And my favorite thing to eat when I need comfort is not ice cream. It is a fried chicken sandwich. Mm, they call it comfort food for a reason, man. Okay. I don't my... know if that's a healthy strategy, though. I, your word here what highlighted is healthful. I would say it not healthy. Like... Whatever. We'll, we'll allow. I think we'll if go you do it, it once, it's fine. I think if you eat twelve tubs of Ben and Jerry's, there's probably a problem. Maybe we gotta feel some feelings. Uh okay. So we're we're gonna go for it. It's called comfort food for a reason. Okay, my next strategy that that I actually use, right? I'm not gonna give you the BS of like go meditate or some shit like that. Is <laughs> I got feisty today. Yeah. Is sensory deprivation so literally i will just go lay down in a dark quiet place if at all possible or as much as possible and breathe for like a minute i do this in between client calls sometimes and it's amazing just deprive your senses as much as possible and enjoy it and on the flip side of this i'm going to combine these because i think we only we each have four spots to, to use on the flip side of this i will also do what I call sensory exploration for like a minute. So I will pick one pleasurable thing and allow myself to experience it with as many senses as possible. So for example, my dog, I won't lick her, you know, I won't use that sense, mm-hmm. but I will smell her. I'll touch her like floofy long fur. I'll listen to the sound of her breath or the jingle of her collar. You know, I get to enjoy her like speckly fur with my eyes and even as I'm saying this, like I'm starting to talk more calmly and I feel myself relaxing like instantaneously. She's also sleeping right here on the floor and I could like hear her breathing right then. So do a depri- sensory deprivation or exploration. Yeah, I like to pick up my child and make him snuggle with me. Yes, I love that. I'm like, I just need Is some that- snuggles. Like, you just got to snuggle. Yeah. You just got to be okay with it. I know you want to go run around, but you just got to sit here for a minute and just let me snuggle you. And I think that that is such a comforting experience. That's great. So is that like your next strategy? That's like the strategy? Snuggle your kid? Yeah. If you have a kid, snuggle them. If you have a oh partner, snuggle them. If not, find some yes. cozy pillows and snuggle those. Snuggle something. Yes. Pillows are great. Snuggle something. Okay. Um, My last one is a concept called finding safety. A concept? That doesn't sound comforting. (laughs) So finding safety, all this really, it's like my somatic experiencing training showing. Uh, Finding safety, all this really is, is like looking for something in your environment that feels safe. So literally, Rami, just like look around your room right now and look and see if there's anything in your room that you're like, oh, that brings me that sense of like safety 
or calm or peace or comfort within me. For me, I notice that it's often a light source. Like I'll just like go wherever the light is. So I notice myself looking at the sun through my window right now. And then notice what you feel on the inside as you take in that object that like brings those comforting feelings to you. For me, I notice that it's usually like a softening in my chest or my belly and just like this felt sense of like slowing down a little bit. And then once you do that one time with an object, you can do it even if you're in, <laughs> I'll be dramatic sometimes with clients, I'll be like, even like if you're in like a padded white wall room, you can do this exercise with your mind. Just like recall that that thing, that imagery of whatever felt safe to you and then bring that felt sense back into your body again, just through your imagination. Even if you're in like a boring corporate meeting, you can do this. So that's finding safety. Okay. My last tip uh, is it's for me, it's really helpful to um, like express gratitude. And so I like to think about like, I don't know, a few things that I'm really grateful for. Um mm. And just focus my energy on those for a few minutes. And that helps me like readjust and realign and, and refocus on the things that I am, am, am blessed with. So I love that. Um, and I know gratitude gets a bad rap sometimes. I don't think. I mean, I think everybody knows that it's good for them, but people will kind of be like, oh, okay, yeah, duh, I know I need to do that. But I've started doing that where I just list one thing every day and why I'm grateful for it to like deepen into it a little bit. And damn, it does make my days better. So mm -hmm. don't knock it until you try it. All right. Uh, those are our t top eight tips I think we did mm -hmm. on comfort strategies. We, of course per usual would love for you to connect with us on instagram at workplace hugs or linkedin and share your comfort strategies with us please like let's all add to each other's lists rosters of what we can reach for that's easy that's accessible that helps us find some comfort and soothing in stressful moments because you know we live in a highly volatile uncertain world right now so it's helpful to ourselves to remember comfort i love it with that i've been shannon and i've been rami uh, and this has been workplace hugs Bye.